It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And once again, we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on the largest internet radio network in the world. And it's hot. Live 365. And we're broadcast, of course, out of our favorite website in the world and yours, I hope, TwinTalkCast.com, as we do every week on Tuesday nights live. And we, and we do it out of the garage because... You know, that's just the way we do it here, you know, with the garage door all, all open y todo and shit. You know, it's pretty hot over here <laughs> in the Twitterverse, and I hope that uh, you guys are staying cool and having some beverages and some whatever it is that you guys have when you listen to our show. Know that you could always <laughs> pull out, you can pull out all your gadgets. You, you have a big O? <laughs> pull out your pull out your. What do you have? An Cramps? Or, an organism. <laughs> Cramps? <laughs> Listen, on www.twintalkcast.com, you can download all of our previous shows on, a po- on previous podcasts. Podcasts, click on previous podcasts, stream them, download them, subscribe to them for free. Or you could find us on iTunes because we are iTunes, so you can put us in your gadget. And whether it's electrical or battery powered, just make sure it doesn't get anywhere near water. <laughs> just take us with you, baby. But it's safe with bodily fluids. Ciao. Anyways, we are really happy that you join us every week. We really thank you for that. And we also, we, we hope that um, each week you decide to um, in, inoculate your friends with the uh, twin, uh, uh, the twindom. Did you say inoculate? Inoculate, yeah. Isn't that like when you're a priest? No. <laughs> or, or some Romeo and Juliet, the Capulets? No, inoculate is like when you, uh, like they, it's used commonly in medicine. Isn't that like when you go to jail and you're a pervert? <laughs> <laughs> it's typically it's typically used in the medicine medicine field when they inoculate you with an antibody in order to for your you know some kind oh, of medicine. Dude. We want uh, we want our our it's listeners to inoculate their friends with our you know. Just don't have any wet dreams, all right? <laughs> Why does it always go there? Because it's inoculate. Like I said, every <laughs> week we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage, and last week. We had an awesome show that you can listen to now on demand or download it to, again, your favorite device. Go to TwinTalkCast.com. The name of the show is News and Dirty Laundry, Rock and Roll Medicine, and a Burn Doctor? Yeah, we had the uh, Allison McDermott out of the uh, Fire Burn Doctor uh, team. Apparently, there's some fire. If you get burnt, you could call this number and well, they whatever. heal you over the phone. Now, if you believe that shit... But it was fun. Listen to the we, show. It was pretty cool. We don't propose. We're not proponents of that. But, we but just, we're proponents of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. So listen to the show. But it was pretty funny. You know, it was pretty funny that that lady was kind of serious about burning and giving a call. And you call them <laughs> and all of a sudden you can, all of a sudden you can get like healed. Hey, you know what? I don't know about healing for a burn over the phone, but I've been burned over the phone before. Yeah, well, this is what it sounds like when you call them. Listen. That's the fire. <laughs> that's the fire. Look at that. Hey, that's the fire burn doctor right there. <laughs> right, roll around. Roll around 
Anyway, that was uh, we had a phone call from the Fireburn doctor. Um, kind of funny, I got to be honest with you. Kind of funny. Also, then we have another. Uh, uh, we had Dennis Gabriel call in from the organizer and musician of the uh, fifth annual Rock for a Cure, Rock for the Cure event in the Inland Empire. That's happening this weekend, uh, July 14th at 7 p.m. at Romano's Concert and Lounge in Riverside. And the twins, that's me and my brother, we're going to broadcast live. And uh, we're going to have our twin talk with Jose and Angel custom photo booth. So, you know, just come over and pimp it. And you know what? Please, it's an awesome event. Um, it, uh, it's all benefiting the American Cancer Society. And let me tell you, who doesn't know or who has not been affected by that despicable disease that we know of as cancer. Please, if you don't, if you cannot make it, you know, you can, I'm sure you can contact them and you can make a donation. So, hey, y'all. Hey, but let's tell everybody what who's going to be playing there. Go ahead, tell it, them. It's going to be the uh, uh, M.T. Ro- Ro- Robinson and the Messengers, Sojourners, Borrowed Bones, and Headlining out of Hollywood. Our our very own beloved Love in a 38. And speak of Love in a 38, that brings us to this week's show. The, tonight, guests here in Theo Luis's garage, our friends, the, like my brother calls them the ambassadors, because they were legitimately, officially called the ambassadors of rock and roll. In, inducted, I guess. Inducted. Or uh, they were jumped in. Or inoculated, whatever they, the term they is. They were jumped in, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they took their shoes off and threw them on the, on the, on the, on the wires up. <laughs> now, Charlie, all the vatos kicked their asses. <laughs> they Anyways, used to be good-looking guys. <laughs> Love and a 38 is going to be here with us tonight. And, they, <laughs> they're going to be. They're actually here already. But right. they're, they're going to be, uh, we're going to be talking to them about the event because they're going to be headlining the Rock for a Cure. And they're premiering their new single here. Signal? <laughs> they're ple- <laughs> you know, they got a new album coming out, so they got a single and they're going to premiere here because that's what we do. They're in premiering the, the new Bat Signal. <laughs> also, they are gracious enough to, after the three times being on our show, for the first time, they're actually going to perform live here at Dio Luis's Garage, an acoustic set. And you only hear it here <laughs> on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. It took them three visits to finally pull out the guitars, man. Is it because you finally brought beer for them? They finally learned how to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> pull out the guitars, that is. No, I'm really looking forward to it because they're really cool cats. And uh, I'm, I'm just digging their music. I'm Who glad else? they're here. Who else is here? Uh, we're also going to have, dude, this is dope, man. Uh, we've been talking about this for a long time, uh, and he's been so gracious enough to accept our invitation. Last minute, we are, um, are going to have the uh, two-time Slam Poet winner, uh, uh, National Slam Poet winner, and spoken word artist and author, Matt Sedil is going to be here in the garage, brother. Awesome. So he's going to be slamming some poetry Yes, he's gonna, we're going to talk a little bit about his, who he is, why he does it, and he's going to slam us with a bit of his art. So we we got some live performances here in Theo Lisa's garage coming up here. And you know what? I'm glad I, I brought a 12-pack. <laughs> <laughs> Should have brought some licorice or something. Like last week, you... Uh, or I weeks jacked ago, your licorice. You jacked it. You gave my licorice away that my daughter gave me for Father's Day to Jackie. And bringing up Jackie tonight again, as every night, our friend and wonderful anchor from Telemundo and KNBC multimedia journalist Jackie Casas is going to be here with News and Dirty Laundry. What do you got going for us this week? 
I'm so sorry that I took your Twizzlers, first of all. <laughs> I apologize, but I love them. But tonight, another teacher involved in a sex scandal, but this time there's a high-speed chase involved. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you all the super exciting details about that. Um, also, the Running of the Bulls Festival is in full swing, but people are still saying outskis with this uh, cruel old tradition. What do you think? And that's, finally, That's bull. <laughs> right? And finally, forget the birthday cake. A famous Hollywood beauty got the best present ever. I'll tell you what and who. So stay tuned. So stay tuned for this week's News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casa. Dude, Jackie walked in here saying, I'm so not ready. Look at how ready she is. She's bro. always ready. That's just, our girl, Jackie. She's, she's a hustler. She's our Jackie. She's just hustling. That's our girl. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's a hustling. Anyway, so we uh, we got so much going on, man. So uh, what, what, and, oh, and another thing, you guys, anybody listening, you guys can call us in anytime at six two six two seven five twin. That's six two six two seven five eight nine four six. Because you know we just want to interact with you, eh? Because you know we'll take your call, eh? Another way to do it also is to uh, uh, communicate to us uh, via the internet on Facebook. Friend us on Twin Talk Show. And throughout the show, we will be glad to accept your comments or not, but you're posting them, right? And you know what? You can comment on anything that's going on today on the show, or you can just tell Angel to stop chewing in the microphone because it bugs the hell out of <laughs> I'm me, I'm not too. chewing anything today, come to think of it. Oh, uh, no, yeah, yeah. Please. So, yeah, you can go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook, friend us, and, uh, you know, chat us up on the wall. Also, Twin Talk Show on Twitter, you know? How was your weekend, brother? My brother, brother, my weekend was cool. Um, I actually had my first weekend off. In a long time, uh huh. You know, it was it was great. I um, Saturday, what did I do? <laughs> I even forgot what I did. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what I did. I, I worked on Saturday. I worked uh, HBO boxing, and uh, awesome. I fucking almost got in a fight. Okay, you know, you know what? You know what? Um, real quick, I'll interrupt just because I don't want to end on just I don't know what I did. I'll, it doesn't matter what I did. I had a kick back weekend for the first time, two solid days, and you finally saw the Avengers chilling. With my kids. You just saw the Avengers? And I finally saw the Avengers, yes. What? what? Yes. Hey, Hernandez. Huh. <laughs> that is so, like, June 1st. What, you're, you're so behind. That's, don't that's tell, dial up. That's so dial up. Don't tell my friends at the Cineverse. Oh. <laughs> By the way, go to www.thecineverse.com. Those guys are cool. They got the greatest TV reviews. And let me tell you, that film lives up to the freaking hype. It, it was... I was impressed with the fact that it was such a well-written story. It had depth. It had feeling and passion. And, of course, the action was fantastic. It had uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett, eh? Scarlett's hot. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. She's a hottie. She is. She's a little psycho, but... I love that character she played. Sense into I would totally, I would be a total easy victim for her. But back to you. You're totally. I'd be totally taken. <laughs> I'll tell her like the, the the secrets of everything, you know. I would tell her all my secrets. <laughs> so, Baby. so about you, brother? Come was, ask was, me. Tell me about it. You worked the, you worked the, worked the boxing match. You know, I got a. Do you see that shiner in my head? Let me see. Look at, look at that. I cover it. I I I I'm a wrangler, so I shadow the cameraman in the live action. You know, there's all kinds of shit. I've worked races at the drag races where you can't breathe and you can't see. I've worked in golfing where it's kind of boring and boxing. Never have I hit the cameraman like I did today. I bumped into the camera, okay, but you know you, what? You bumped into him. You didn't hit him. You didn't, I hit. You didn't I bumped into the cameraman because you know, in between uh, fights, we have to jump into the ring, you know, and it's all fast. You got to get in there really fast before all the fighters, uh, you know, coaches and everything run in. But we had a South African fighter who had never been fought in the U.S. and his team at his corner, which was the corner I was at. 
they were like the most rowdiest team I've ever had. I almost got in a fight with them, and that's why I bumped it. Because on our way up, they were running up, and I was running up, but and we were getting in a fight almost. And what so happens fast. is uh, my brother has as a camera utility. He's pulling cable for the cameraman who so no one trips, and uh, he pulls. Don't, do you pull the ropes open so he gets in and then uh, you follow that, him in? Yeah, sometimes if I get a chance. But most of the time, yeah. And uh, and then you're in there, make sure nobody trips, and then whatever. And yeah, that w- that's cool. I used to do that. It was fun. Well, you so know, anyhow, I got it. Sopas for being a you know. Well, rowdy. that's what happens for being rowdy, dude. You never know. I tell people, you never know. You might get cut off by somebody in the street. You might run. Somebody might be a jerk to you at the line at the DMV. You never know who you're messing with. Don't. Get all crazy with them because hey, that guy might be crazier. You know what? I wish it, or, I wish or I would have got in a fight because I got this shiner and it was because I bumped into something. It yeah, because I got in a fight. Yeah, here you are wanting to be in a fight. Let me with, tell you, this guy in a boxing ring with heavyweight boxers, <laughs> welterweight championship boxers. Hey, I would have came out smart. on TV, man. That would have been dope. Yeah, yeah, that's how you want to do Getting it. Getting my ass whooped on That'll TV. That'll be easy. <laughs> we could do anything like that. Get your ass whooped on television. Yeah. Hey, I got jumped in, eh? <laughs> Ringside. <laughs> you got inoculated, inducted. Ringside on national freaking television. And now, in these nowadays, it'll be a YouTube sensation. Angel Hernandez from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel brings shame to the show as he gets socked <laughs> by a featherweight from South Africa. Dude. The worst part is that his 85-year-old trainer stomped on his head and gave him that shiner. <laughs> Tune in next week. Oh, man. They were the worst. That's what you get, bro. They were the worst, but it was fun, man. Anyhow, it's time for shout-outs, eh? And I'm glad we were talking about this weekend because I'm going to give a shout-out to the HBO crew. They, they happen to be the best sports crew that I've ever worked with, the HBO crew. And so starting with... Todd Palladino, Holmes. Hey, it's so good to run into you again. Hey, Jose, did you know she's a, he's a listener of our show? Awesome. What's up, Todd? He's out of Boston. He listens to our show. He just he was just so like oh happy to see me, Holmes. Awesome. He really was a listener. Yeah, he digs our show, man. Awesome. It's good to see you and Joe Sexy, David Hayflick, and Jose Bravo. It was great working with you guys this weekend. I also got a shout out to Heather Bennett. I know you're there, baby. Thanks for listening. And Owen, what's up, Owen? Uh, Musa Sidibe out in Africa. I figured out where your country's at, Baraka or something like that, in Africa. Thanks for listening, Holmes. We really appreciate it. Also, from uh, the Inland Empire, Dennis Gabriel, Julie Pizzatola, Stacy Wells. We know you're there again. Thank you so much. We dig it. And uh, a new listener, brother. I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce your name right, but Joe Apon. Hey, he was inoculated. Apon. Hey, Holmes, you've been inoculated, and we're looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Mike Nowak, Linda Emmerd, she's listening, uh, Dennis Lowry, and uh, I know that uh, Jackie's got some shout-outs, huh, baby? I do. I had a very um, interesting weekend, and I remember exactly how I went, except for like <laughs> Jose. So I want to give shout-outs to Subway in Bakersfield. That's on 1999 Taft Highway. Yes. Oh. Bakersfield. I was stranded in Bakersfield for a few hours, so I made some friends. Awesome. So I want to give a shout-out to Carlos Madera and Estefanie Hernandez. Estefanie. Yes. <laughs> Todd from Bakersfield, thank you for being so nice and helping me out with my car when no one else did. Right on, everybody at Bakersfield. And how about you, brother? You got a shout-out? I do have a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Jared Kimini from uh, NBC Sports, who... Uh, I've been working with the past few days, and I'll be working the next couple of days doing some Olympic shoots. Still want to give a shout-out to my peeps out in Eugene, Oregon. Chris Seibel, uh, Jason Miller, Remy, 
uh, Joe Lettenham, uh, uh, Alex Drude, uh, Sexy Hannah, and Sid, all you guys, the best local news in the Pacific Northwest from News Source 16. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening, guys. Well, that's your shout-outs. Oh, your shout-outs are brought to you every week by Express Cuts because we all have to get our hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10 420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. But we like to say Big Monte Homes. So just call them at 626-780-0928 or just walk in and tell them Los Twins sent you and get something special from them. Yeah. Woo. Shout-outs, eh? Choo! You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com as we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on the largest internet radio network in the world, hey, Live 365. So wh- when am I going to like jump in? Eh? You talked about Twin Talk Cast. I could say the other one. Well, I was gonna, or I, I was could say the other one, and then you could say that one. Because you're supposed well, to. You know, what's up? It's, I was like, it's twi- like Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, not like Twin Talk with Jose and Sometimes Angel. I was, letting, I was finishing the sentence so you could tell our listeners how they can contact us and communicate with us throughout the show. So well, you can out. contact us. Since you asked. <laughs> Cabron. I don't want you no more. What am I, a performing seal? I don't yeah. do shit on cue. Yeah, right. You got a fish, bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell him, brother? Uh, you know, listen, uh, throughout the show, as we talk about the news and dirty laundry with uh, Jackie Casas, or any comments, or when our guests are here, we just we just spring it on them. They have no idea that you guys can actually call and talk to them and rat them out if you want. You give us a call the old-fashioned way at 626-275-TWIN. Twin. 626-275-TWIN throughout the show. 8946. You can also contact us or chat us up on Facebook on Twin Talk Show or on Twitter at Twin Talk Show. There you go. Ahí te va. Ahí te va. There you go. You want me to do it in sign language? All right. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Here we go. Okay, here you go. You can do it. Go ahead. My brother is saying. Okay, there you go. You can do well. Wait, I got to translate That's it. That's for our hearing impaired people. I was, I was, <laughs> I had to translate it. <laughs> hey, can you hear me? <laughs> okay, let's move on. Enough of that shit. <laughs> so what time is it, brother? Whenever you hear the sexy beat that grabs you from the groin and goes all the way up to the back <laughs> of your throat. <laughs> you know that it's time for Jackie oh, Casas. Dude, that, that, that hurts, eh? <laughs> you know it's time for News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas from Jackie Casas, multimedia <laughs> journalist via Telemundo and KMBC. We have the honor of having her here every week only on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as she gives us the News and Dirty Laundry. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Jackie Casa. Jackie Casa. What's up, Jackie? The back of your throat, really? <laughs> back of your throat. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you have to be a guy to understand that one, baby. No, oh, I think no, you have to I be a guy. I think I get it. I think you have to be a girl to really know what that one's like. Oh, no, no, no. I, didn't, I didn't think of that. Explain that first. <laughs> you got to do it. How do you like I love your music. It, it's one of those guttural beats. Right? Yeah. It's a beat. I like it. Yeah. Okay. I like it. News and dirt. How was your week? Tell us about your week. How was it? It's Lovely. <laughs> you got stranded in Bakersfield. Lovely. You got to take a picture of Ace and post it because she looks beautiful in these shades, but she's really wearing them because she thinks she's probably tired. But she looks fantastic. Yeah. I, I will. I'll give you, you know that. what? We're doing nothing to advance <laughs> the female gender because all we talk about is how beautiful you are. Hey, so what were we doing in Bakersfield? Forget that she's okay. forget that she's a journalist. Forget that she's brings the news and dirty laundry every week, and she helps. She runs what's going on over there at Telemundo. We just talk about how beautiful she is. Fuck and then I'm smart. <laughs> we're not. We're not. <laughs> and she's smart. Oh, that, that. that too. That too, baby. That too. Forget <laughs> shattering. We don't want to shatter that glass ceiling. We want to look, peep through it. That's what we want to do. Oh, Bakersfield. You know what? It was actually kind of fun being stranded in Bakersfield. Really? Uh-huh. I was stranded there because I was on my way to Lindsay to my cousin's daughter's seventh okay. birthday. Can I just say that when you say Lindsay, working in news in LA, I'm thinking Lindsay Lohan. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is Lindsay, um, Central California. Okay. Uh, probably the closest cities, or what we would call cities, is Tulare and Visalia. Wow. Which is kind of a yeah. little bit Tulare. more popular. That's in li- rural, rural uh, s- sort of Central California. Right. It so is lovingly called by my friends Cowtown. <laughs> but um, I think it's a really, really sweet town. Is that a reflection of the chicks? No. If, you know what? If if you ever hit up uh, Bakersfield again, you gotta go to Mama Roomba's Caribbean Cafe. It's the best food. It's about as big as Theo Luis's garage, but uh-huh. the food rocks, baby. Hey, did no one? They have a good cho- choice of beer too. Uh, oh, what? do we have a caller? We have a caller, ladies and gentlemen. Who's calling in? Let's see. <laughs> Subway from Is Bakersfield. <laughs> Hey, F- good evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you're calling from. This is Jose from Twin Talk. You are live on the internet air. Hello. Well, how you doing? Fantastic. Who well, we- how you doing? <laughs> Who is this? Who is this? Well, this, this happens to be Rock. What's up, Rock? Okay, are we talking Rock? Hey, the- I'm looking for that. You're looking for what? Hey, I'm kind of looking for that there uh, 11 to 38 deal you got going. <laughs> we, You know what? And you get it for free. You get it for free. Where are you calling from, Rock? I'm Minnesota. 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 The Midwest is calling in for 11 to 38. That's fantastic. Thanks for listening. Uh, so are you going to make it to the Rock for the Cure? We'll, we'll, we'll save you a seat, Holmes. You betcha. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. Of course, he's from the Midwest. <laughs> okay, so, okay, all of the all of the Midwest and uh, the East Coast uh, suffered a terrible heat wave. How was it for you over there? It, it was. It was really bad. It, it was terrible over here. It was like 100 degrees for like over a week. Wow. Uh, really? Over a week? Hey, Rock, so what did you do to manage through the heat? What, what was it? Uh, I stayed in my semi with the AC. <laughs> oh, so we got a trucker, huh? Nice. Well, yeah, I'm kind of a day trucker. Yeah. 
Okay, so what's is there a difference yeah, between a day trucker? A what's a night trucker? Is there such a thing as a night trucker? It's sort of like ice road truckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's further north though. What are the top? <laughs> you know, so you know around. What are, what are the what are the that, that's further north. People, our listeners like lists. Go ahead. Our listeners like lists. So give us the top three reasons one would want to be a day trucker <laughs> versus a night trucker. So you can be home at night. Oh, okay, okay, that's a good one. Give us two more, just for the hell of it. Yep. So you can be home at night. You don't want to be a night trucker because that's like living in a fish house. Okay. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, because, you know, you're stuck in a sleeper cab, you know. Ah, oh, okay. You I know, see. it's just a little sleeper cab, you know, hooked to the back of the truck, and there's not a whole, there's more room in a fish house than there is in a semi. Yeah, you betcha. Okay. So, so, Rock, you how, you know, so how, how long have you been, a, how long have you been a fan of Love in the 38, my, my man? What's that? How long have you been a fan of Love in the 38? Um, actually, uh, I've, I've been a fan of theirs for quite a while. Fantastic. Um, and seen a lot of their stuff and a lot of their music and, and it's, it's kind of, it, it's in my style. It's in my, it's my thing, you know, it's, it's kind of the, it's kind of like the music I really like to, to listen to. They're interesting to watch and they're interesting to listen to. Yeah. They're awesome. They're pretty cool interesting. Kind of like the Discovery Channel. <laughs> <laughs> there should be. There yeah, should yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah, it, it it can be. There's there's a lot of bands out here, and there's a lot of music. And uh, you know the way the music is turning these days, it's you know it, it's going all different directions. And it, it's kind of nice to see Love and a Thirty Eight um, comes out in their own particular style compared to everybody else. You know? I I got you, Rock. You are a day trucker PR firm for Love and a Thirty Eight. <laughs> Fantastic. No, I agree with you. You know what? The, there's not there's not enough rock and roll. Not enough rock and roll with guitar solos anymore. You know what I'm saying? What did Ryan say? What did... Checks in the mail. <laughs> exactly. We appreciate you. So listen, we really appreciate you. And there isn't. We really appreciate you calling in and listening. And uh, you have anything to say to the guys before uh, we move on? Um, I just, you know, how how are those guys doing? I mean, as far as you know, how's the albums going? How's it, you know, how, tours set up? You got shows happening? What's going on? They're, you know what? We're going to get into that, and a little later in the show, we'll ask them that. Uh, right now, they're uh, drinking my beer. Hey, Holmes, you just told them to talk them. No, to I said that he has anything to say to them. We don't want to ask questions yet. But pe people in the Minnesota, day truckers, they don't listen to the question. In the Minnesota? In the Minnesota. <laughs> what part of Minnesota are you in from? In the Minnesota? <laughs> uh, I'm, actually out, I'm out, actually out of St. Cloud. I'm right dead center in the, in the middle of Minnesota. Minnesota. Well, listen, you know, we're going to get into those questions with the boys. I just want to give you an opportunity to give them a shout-out if you wanted to. And uh, we really appreciate your listening and calling in. Please, please, come again, my man. And whenever do you ever, do you ever drive out to the you, West Coast? Uh, yes, I have. When you do, come look us up. We'll have you here, and we'll talk day truckers in Theo Luis's garage. I promise you. Hey, that sounds like a plan. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Rock on the that phone. Like Let's hear it. Right on, Rock. You rock. Rock rocks. Good night, babe. All right. Love it at 38. The Metal Hour has got your back. <laughs> right on, Metal Hour. <laughs> it's the Metal Hour out of Minnesota. Oh, okay. Uh, the the uh, Metal Hour. Awesome. He just gave a plug without asking. Fucker. <laughs> you know, we pay, we charge for those things. Dude, I was day tripping when he was Dre tripping. <laughs> so we were talking about Angel. Um, um, I smell beer. Did you spill beer? 
no, the sign did. The fucking uh, sign did. Fucker, dude. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so we were talking to uh, Jackie. Uh, you, you had uh, your week was what? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I was on my way to my cousin's house halfway there. And all of a sudden, my car just uh, went out. Now I realize four days later that, you that need it, a new car. it overheated. And yes, I need a new car. Oh. However, no smoke signals, anything like that. But I was Smoke stuck. <laughs> I was stuck on the freeway exit for about 10, 15 minutes Damn. with like bitches honking at me, even though I had my emergency <laughs> lights on. Um, so this nice guy, Todd, pulled over, pushed my car over to the side of the road, helped me out. Um, couldn't figure out what the hell was wrong with my car. And then I had another car of two guys pull over to check over the my car. Still didn't know what was going on with it. Are you it. sure they were checking your car, baby? Cause yes, they were. Yes, they were. They probably had no clue. So they saw you. Let's go help her. That reminds <laughs> me of that, reminds me of that film because you were out there in that area. And that reminds me of the sort of that film, Selena. When they get pulled over and the homies go to help her. Hey, oh, she's oh. from Salinas. That's Salinas. That's Salinas. That's Salinas. Um, and then, it, oh, did I forget it was 101 degrees, uh -huh. 101 degrees in wow. Bakersfield as I am under the sun trying to figure out what the hell to do. Welcome to Bakersfield. And then CHP rolls up and trying to figure out what the hell's wrong with me. So I have these five guys hovering over the hood of my car. The hood, yeah, right. Yeah. And <laughs> you sure they weren't hovering over the trunk? No. They <laughs> They weren't. I felt like I was in a fucking like sitcom episode or something. And I wish my phone wasn't dying, so I would have been able to take a picture. Did thanks, they <laughs> thanks for the ride, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Did they fix your car? Did they hook you up? No. So I was trying to figure out. I literally would have to get my tote, my car tote. So I was trying to figure out my situation. <laughs> I'm calling my mom, calling my dad, I'm calling my sister. So then, lovely Todd drops me off at this um, sub subway at a Chevron, or as my mother would call, subway. Oh. <laughs> so Todd sounds like Way. a huerito, and you like hueritos. <laughs> yes, he was a very, very nice huerito mm -hmm. from Bakersfield. And uh, I got dropped off this Chevron. Not a lot of huaritos in Bakersfield. Uh, yeah, right. They're like everywhere. Okay. And um, yeah, then I made friends at at this at the subway. Ah, uh, you must have been all stressed out, huh? You know what? It wasn't too bad. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. So then the that's what people the usually do. The they they eat when they're stressed. The question out. of the day is: Did you have the mesquite <laughs> chicken sandwich, or did you have the club? I had even better turkey <laughs> bacon ranch. That's what's important what? after a long, hot day, a good sandwich <laughs> no, and a cold drink. No, they were super sweet. So I had to wait for like four hours for my mom and my, my, my mom and my sister came up. And then this dude came up with the tow truck. Um, in the meantime, like I said, I made some friends. There was this guy that actually lives literally five, ten minutes away from me was there. Took some time to explore Bakersfield in the 101 degree. That's why my arms uh -huh. are all negras and stuff. <laughs> um, I discovered there's nothing interesting during that walk I had in Bakersfield <laughs> um, other than a the, horse feed place. Yeah, there's just, just a downtown area, like an old town No, area. I was outside of Bakersfield. So it wasn't downtown, nothing. Uh, it was like outskirts. Okay. It wasn't like out there, out like there, like farm. No, it was like RV Park type oh. of Bakersfield. Well. Oh, yeah. Where all the hot chicks are. Yeah. I didn't see any. I didn't you see any. You mean easy chicks? Yeah, they're hot. So then Carlos and Estefanie from Subway hooked up my mom Estefani. and my sister. Yes, yeah, she specified Estefanie. <laughs> and uh, they hooked up my mom and my sister and then gave us sodas and chips. They were very, very nice. 
Can I tell you a quick story? Sure. Uh, uh, for, no, please. For many years, I had a, a, no. a lovely young girl who I love her to death. She's uh, she was my daughter's nanny, being a single dad, raising my daughters. She was a nanny, and um, she, Irma. She, she was hi Irma, I love you, I miss love you. you Irma. Uh, lived with us for eleven years. Uh, young girl, she was like my daughter's older six sister, and. Uh, when she started writing and letters, and she was undocumented, and she, whenever she drove, uh, wrote, and she was undocumented. When she, whenever she wrote home, <laughs> whenever she wrote home to her family, you're not or whatever, a politician, bro. She would, <laughs> she would write on it because I lived on Spark Street. <laughs> she would write as Sparks. <laughs> I love you, Irma. I just had to share that with people. Okay, so what's going on with the news okay, and the yeah. dirty laundry this week? So uh, tonight, I have a 51-year-old gym teacher wanted on suspicion of child abuse. Told Los Angeles police he was suicidal before leading officers on a chase across Southeast Los Angeles. That's real stupid. <laughs> yep, the chase ended with his truck crashing into a patio area outside a building. Kip Richard Arnold, that's the gym teacher. Kip. 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 Why? Why were they chasing him in the first place? Because he because he molested a kid. I will let you know in a I few. That's oh. the gym teacher who was under surveillance by police wow. after an alleged sexual relationship with a 16-year-old former student. Hijole. Police initiated a traffic stop of Arnold. He told police he was suicidal, and then he took off. So he was on this uh, freeway. He was on the 405, 110. He went on, down on this freeway chase. Then he went on to the streets. So the police did what they call a pit maneuver, which mm -hmm. they kind of just bump it to the back and it flips and it kind of like <laughs> it slammed. <laughs> nice sign language there. Right? <laughs> it slammed into this big rig. So it seemed like party's over. The dude is done. Um, and then in about five minutes, he decides to take off in his F-150 truck. Takes off, goes further so down. They, and they chase him some Dude. more. Chase him some more down the street. And then he went off on an embankment. And literally his truck flew into outside of this outside of this building. Uh, he was trapped inside of the truck and only received minor injuries. But not just outside, but outside of the outside of the building. Yes. <laughs> yes. He was out there. And Oh my um, gosh. Police and firefighters were able to get him out of the truck. However, really, we've had so many cases yeah. of these sexual abuse. I don't know how I survived going to an LAUSD <laughs> school, three different LAUSD schools, without getting, getting molested or it's harassed. because you're a girl. They only molest the boys. No, <laughs> no they molest the girls, too. So it is alleged that he had a sexual relationship with this 16-year-old student. Um, and possibly other victims as well. What I want to know is why all the hot lady teachers who molest boys weren't around when I was in school. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Obviously, you know, they do that with victims, people that are easily victimized. Mm -hmm. You, my girl, you got too much tenacity and panache. You, you, you mean I've got my backhand? Yeah, that. Oh. <laughs> And, you know, you be I don't think I mastered it when I was in LAUSD. <laughs> I've mastered it pretty well by now. I was just talking to somebody about that today, my, the, my the backhand technique. When was the last time you used that backhand technique? Uh, and who did you use it on? Probably last year on an ex-boyfriend. Really? Yeah. Tell us about it. He got, um, Cabron? He, he got my T-bone technique. What's that? Where it, it, it's like a T. <laughs> he hit you? No, I hit him. Oh, he got. Oh, he received. Yes, he received. Your T-bone. But technique. my favorite is the dip. The dip. 
Vamanos. That's go right. Down and up. Yeah. Because you up. get some, you get to kind of like hunker down a little bit. Yeah. And put some like Low, mm. lower your center of gravity. You're, so you're a boyfriend. Use beater. the hips. You're obviously a boyfriend beater. Uppercut. Now that bitch deserved it. Cabron. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with our girl. Not a boyfriend beater. Deserved it. So here's the deal. What, what uh, first She of, beats her boyfriend. So what happened to him? So the guy's been charged with so evading arrest. So he's arrested. Arrest he's arrested as of this moment. Like I said, he suffered no major injuries. He should um, have. So he got checked out. Um, but I was just shocked. First of all, the reason why they continued on the chase was because, I, you know what? I think the reason, I wonder if he jumped off that embarkment because he was suicidal and he was like, fuck it. And what? he just like <laughs> went off thinking What's he would cool? die. What school was it? Uh, this was for a LAUSD school. It's uh, a Southeast Middle School. Los Angeles Unified School District. And so is so he's hurt now, right? Minor, but uh, nothing nothing major. I can tell you he's hurt. He's in jail right now getting his ass <laughs> pummeled, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, luckily nobody was hurt at the site where he decided to jump off. All right, move kinda, on. Kind of reminded me of um, Thelma and Louise. Like, they just, he just, hey, Jose, seriously. Hey, look at the camera, man. Look. What's up, man? I'm, I'm producing a show. Are you shooting video right now? No, I'm trying to take a picture. Uh, what, we're talking the show. Okay, so what else you well, got going on? All right. Here, Moving on, guys. <laughs> Spain's most famous summer festival is in full force. It's the running of the bulls in Pamplona. Vamanos. Run, bull. I wish I had, like, a charging sound. I know. I didn't. I'm not prepared for that. That's my bad. Wait, hold on. I do have the sound of the running bulls. Hold on. This is where they kick it off. It's my favorite sound of all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the traditional seven-day festival. You know, practically every show you give me an opportunity to use this sound. I'm glad specific. that I do that for you. I know that it makes your day anytime you get to use that sound effect. <laughs> okay. It's the traditional seven-day festival made famous by Ernest Hemingway in one of his books. Today is the fourth day, and only four people suffered bumps and bruises. However, three people were gored in the run yesterday. Once again, nothing seriously injured. However, today is the third year anniversary of the last death of the festival, causing the annual question of some critics to say, why <laughs> do we still have this Festival this stuff. is the third year anniversary of the last death on the festival. Here's the deal. But it's the fifth year anniversary of the, what, almost last death? Here's the <laughs> deal. Here's the deal. <clears throat> the guys, let it go. If people are dumb enough to do it, let them do it. Yes, but it's, it, does, it doesn't mean that we can't ask why. That's why a, the fuck you do that That's the for? same thing like here. Remember when we used to be able to drive and ride in the back of a pickup truck? Yeah, and they don't let us do that shit no more. Yeah, they say it's illegal because some people can get killed, and so it's the same have. thing in the bulls. They should let us do that. But there shit are certain, here. but there are some things that you know, there are certain things that lend a sense of uh, of nostalgia and history and and what have you and tradition and stupidity. And these things are <laughs> traditional. You know what? Uh, Spain is one of the European countries that is you know have cities that are hundreds of years old, and those traditions go back that long, and that's what gives us you know depth. I think I <laughs> wish I wish we didn't live in America. So many of our cities <laughs> have this very disposable uh, uh, sens sensibility where they de they tear down buildings and they stop traditions, and 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 we have nothing to hand down our buildings kids. Buildings are very different mean? from the running of the bulls. No, let me tell you, tr they didn't stop traditions. It was about six or seven years ago uh, when uh, they the on the I was all over the news that they were going to take out all the fire rings at the beach. Right. Remember that? Yeah. You, you couldn't go have a fire pit at the beach. And what happened? They stopped it. That's certain beaches, though. That was like so a the tradition lives on, County brother. beaches. And it lives on, eh? Yeah, well, you know, 
And, and that's all that matters, right? Then that's you can light a matters. fire at the yeah. beach. Yeah, have a bull there también. <laughs> Just we'll an FYI, a bull, right? a bull, one bull can weigh 1,360 pounds. Wow. And there's a bunch of bulls that go. I know a lot of cows that weigh that much. <laughs> yeah, at, but at my cows job. aren't nice. Oh, it's that's a hundred degree mean. weather in there, and they still don't lose weight. Oh. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. On to the next one. <laughs> Moving on. Now this is definitely no cow that we're talking about. Uh, Sofia Vergara had her 40th birthday today, and instead of getting a birthday cake, she got much, something much Who, sweeter. Who's that? Who? Sofia Vergara from oh, Modern Family. I dig that show. You know, super hot Colombian girl? Yeah. She's engaged to her boyfriend, Nick Loeb, and um, he's a Florida-based poet, right? She's super hot. They actually had broken up a couple months ago, and then they got back together, um, but it's her milestone 40th birthday. 40? Yes. 40 yeah, and he proposed she's an oldie but that's something that her. they were they were mentioning that she's 40 years old and she she's old stuff but i completely disagree i think she's super duper hot and i say congrats woman for you know snapping up this dude who i believe is younger than her at 40 hey i'm well uh, you, that's i'm in my 40s i ain't no old stuff no for men it's sexy when you're older I, for women it's uh, what it's did gross. you say it's true. It's yeah. true. I'm not saying women are gross. No, I, I no, think that's the, I, I got no problem with wrong with a cougar. I, I got nothing wrong with older women. I just think Cougar's that in cool. society. But if a you're a cougar, that automatically means you have to be with a younger woman. A so younger woman or a younger man? Young. I mean, younger man. That's right. So if What's you're a cougar, <laughs> it's like you're old and kind of gross, but you're still kind of hot for your old age. So you get a you snap up like a younger dude. Okay, yeah. to kind of give you credibility and shit. Yeah, like it's like ooh. Okay. Um, I have to I have to stop. That's the girl's perspective over there, eh? Yeah. Uh, what? Tell me what's the male's perspective. I gotta stop for a second I because can't. my girl's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta interrupt this for a second because we have listeners right now that are talking about being on our show, listening to our show, and they're having an orgy on Facebook. <laughs> okay. There's Craig and there's Dennis and there's Julie, uh, and Josh and Sue talking about they're they're off for a gangbang and that. Somebody's in the house. Where's the gangbang? First thing you got to do is drop your pants. Whoa. Things like that are being said on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. I love it, eh? Jeez. Why don't you wow. send me a request on that one? If eh? you're going to do that, if you're going to be <laughs> talking about that, start posting some photographs. Don't, <laughs> don't bogart on us, folks. Jeez. Because you know what? We broadcast with our pants off here every week. <laughs> You share, we share. I can say I have no pants on. Today. Yes, can you hear that? <laughs> Loving a 38 is taking their pants off as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> and Jackie never wears <laughs> pants, so that, there you go, all of us. I really hey, Danny doesn't wear, wear any, any underwear either. <laughs> all right, move on to the next one, on to the next one. Okay, so I say I'm all for Sofia Vergara getting engaged at 40. Right on. Congrats, girlfriend. Also, Lourdes, Lourdes Orizabal said Sofia Vergara is a hottie. Wow. Yeah, she I, is. I agree. I met her. Sophia? I met her. Yeah, she's. No. I, said, I was going to say, Lourdes, you, you, you engaged <laughs> her. That's my fiance. No, I mean, Sofia Vergara, I met her uh, when, I, when I worked at the Latin Grammys. Oh. And uh, it was pretty awesome. You know, I walked up to her and I touched her. Right Angel's a water it? boy. What is this, like the forearm right here? Yeah. yeah that's the forearm. I touched her, Sofia, oh. and she just looked at me and kept going. <laughs> Why'd you touch her then? Well, you touched her. Yeah, you touched her. I was like, 
I was like Sophia, like I wanted to get her attention, and she just looked at me. She could have used my backhand techniques for that. <laughs> she could have, cause she's like way taller than me. Eh? She's tall, really? Yeah, she's. I tall. thought she would be short. Charlie, man, uh. that girl's tall. She's like way tall. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, I I admit, well, I, I didn't really meet her. <laughs> right on. So uh, let's move on. I touched her. I touched Sophia. This is <laughs> a retarded story. Okay. Uh, should I just not do this? retarded people? Sh- should I just do it ahead of time? Then here we go. That's real stupid. Yeah, that's a good opener for this one. Okay. An Egyptian couple has been charged with putting their child at risk and attempted smuggling after security officers at an airport in the United Arab Emirates what? found their five-month-old baby hidden in a small handbag. <laughs> Police say the baby was discovered by an x-ray screening at the airport as the couple was traveling through. Dude, that happens at the Mexican-U.S. border all the time, eh? <laughs> the Remember our, our little cousin, Beto? He came on the wheels. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> he's still spinning, and he's like 30. <laughs> <laughs> According to police, the couple arrived in the Emirates last Friday, but were not allowed to enter the country because they didn't have a visa for the infant. The parents were told they had to wait two days at the airport until the visa office reopened so the boy's documents could be processed. However, the impatient father persuaded his, my editorial note, stupid-ass wife, (laughs) to put the baby in their hand luggage in the hope that airport security wouldn't notice. Oh, my God. Can I hear that? That's real stupid. There you go. Why'd you turn off my mic? I didn't touch your mic. Yeah, I could just see the x-ray, the black lady at the x-ray. Nah, man. Is that a fetus in their purse? <laughs> the black lady has to be a black lady. It's always a black lady at the X-ray place. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're all about that here at Twin Talk. Forget be- being politically incorrect. Uh, forget politically incorrect. What is that? Political correctness. Yes. How about just being right? Okay. No. It's he's right. And when you go to Seven Eleven, they're the Hindus. And when you go to the taco place, they're a bunch of Mexicans. <laughs> and when you go to the Asian place, it's a bunch of Mexicans in the back too. Yeah. <laughs> And eat Italian food, yeah, right. There's a bunch of Mexicans back there. <laughs> the only difference is when you go to Jack in the Box, they're Central American. Hey, Danny, did you lose something? Welcome. Oh, you're Jack looking for a box. plug. Right here, bro. Look at There's a the plug right here. The good news <laughs> is that the infant is in good condition and did not <laughs> suffer any injuries from his travels through the x-ray machine. Good for him. Are you sure he didn't do that? I mean, what part of, what part of, where were they from now? They were from Egypt. Look, that little kid, all he had to do was cross the desert in Arizona, eh? He would have been fine, eh? Uh, you just got to avoid that fucking marshal over I there. I don't know. I, I, we have audio of, the, of, the, of what happened there. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> do you think he's okay or he just wants a bottle? Uh, sounds, sounds like there's okay. more than one there. Well, you know, <clears throat> yeah. all you have to do is cross the Mexican border uh-huh. and put your baby to sleep. Uh-huh. Like, like, get, like, go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And then go pick up your, your, your cousin's baby and cross him over in your car and say he's yours and have him oh. asleep. That's how but you I do. It's me, hijo. He's my son. He's a seat. No, they don't ever check for a baby. Really? Yeah, that's how we do it. Oh. <laughs> I'm a lot of my cousins. Did they get their papers already? That is our cousin. No, remember one, uh, a couple of them got deported, man. <laughs> that's how you do yeah. it, eh? Yeah. A couple of them got deported. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, okay. for my last story tonight, uh-huh. I like this one. A Michigan man said he is trying to raise $145,000 to build a zombie apocalypse theme park in Detroit, Michigan. (laughs) 
Mark Siwak, who's 40 years old, said he is looking to buy or lease abandoned property to host what he'll call the Z-World Detroit, a theme park that would be primar pr pr primarily compromised of a paintball-like game where players try to, quote-unquote, kill hordes of actors portraying the undead before they are bitten and join the zombie swarms. Oh. <laughs> he hopes that his plan will help revitalize the struggling city. As we know, Detroit has been a struggling city for a long time, particularly uh, because of the car dealerships. Now, Chada, you know what it was? It was that uh, that rapper, Eight Mile rapper. Eminem. Yeah, he fucked it all up. <laughs> no, I must say it must it be was my, him. It, it's Michael Moore. Michael Moore did it. No, it was it. Well, you know what I want to say about this apocalypse thing? It's very fitting because it, it's Detroit, right? Yeah. Detroit economy is all fucked up, right? Because yeah. the just the, the the irony here, okay? Detroit is like the home of the automobile, right? Yes. The automobile industry, right? <laughs> yes. The automobile industry and the economy is all fucked up over here, so we're all messed up, right? And the automobile industry has been one of the biggest things in the U.S. that has driven the economy here. Okay. So now that's a, it's a sign that the economy is all messed up because Detroit m motor cars is all messed up. Whatever. And so now, to stimulate the economy, they're going to bring an apocalypse zombie, what is it, fair? Theme park. Theme park. Theme park. So what does that say about our, our, our uh, us, period? It doesn't it's say like anything. stimulate the economy with a fucking zombie. No, you know what? You dude? know what I mean? Uh, well, hey, people are responding I mean, to it. Listen, Dennis Gabriel says, I would totally go to a zombie theme park. I'd be packing heat, but I'd go. Dennis, <laughs> let's go. I totally want to go to a zombie theme park. You know, the, the, that's a thing I right now. They're, they're, they're segueing from the whole vampire thing now to zombies. The, yeah. Zombies the thing now. Now there's shows on television about zombies. and I got and, a thing on vampires as well, too. The vampire is the elite. <laughs> the 1%. The Heather, Heather Bennett chimes in. She I'm says, not kidding you. There's, there's, <laughs> let me tell you. You know, back in the 40s, was it the 40s? When was it when Hitler and all that shit was happening? Dude, the 40s, man. 40s. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, after that, you know, when, there was this, you know, after that, the, the, during that, you know, that's when they, they really got into the propaganda during the 40s. The U.S. did, uh -huh. the Germans did, really got into the media propaganda, okay? okay. And there's, there's departments, whole departments. Like, you could get a job there. Just fucking uh, manipulating the masses with the media. What does this have to do with a zombie Vampires. Part? Why did the vampire story continue over and over again? With but we're generation talking, generation. But we're talking the about oldest story ever. But we're talking and about now zombies. we have zombies. Why? Because they want us to be all fucking zombied out. Like, you don't want us to think. We, You know? Honestly, you don't, you don't get it. Mm -hmm. Well, Heather Bennett must agree with you because she says she wouldn't go there. She'd just go to the valley and have a bath salt smoking party. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, Heather. Go right on, Heather. on Heather. That's pretty smart, Heather. You rock. All right. So well, as excited as uh, this zombies. dude is, uh, the city seems to not be so interested in this type of theme park. They uh, responded to an email sort of negatively and just said that they uh, have no comment on this proposal and would not further comment on it again. Yeah, they do. It's like, <sighs> you know what? I got a better <laughs> idea. For those of you who want to spend money, if you're going to spend money on a theme park, spend it more wisely. Why don't you go Why? this Saturday, <laughs> I go to this a Saturday July 14th to the Inland Empire Rock for the Cure event where four kicking ass bands are going to be there all to benefit the, the American Cancer Society and we're going to be there. Including too. Loving at 38, they're headlining. And they're going to be here today. They're here with us today and perform with them. Anyway, so let's keep moving on. That's all that I have tonight, guys. That's all you have today. Yes. Does that mean that we have to uh, bring in your theme music again? Yeah, we do. Ladies and gentlemen, from Telemundo and KMBC, 
the multimedia journalist, our anchor, Ms. Jackie Casas with News and Dirty Laundry. Thanks, Jackie. Choo! Okay, we're going to be right back. And when we come back, we're going to have uh, spoken word artist Matt Cedillo. Yeah. And uh, two-time Slam Poet winner. Also, Loving the 38 coming up also to chat us up and play some music with us. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. was the news and dirty laundry uh, with Jackie Casas and you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel hey. on TwinTalkCast.com and the largest internet radio network in the world Live 365 and oh but you know what just remember if you don't get a chance to listen to us or you want to listen to guests again just drop us on your uh, iTunes gadget because you can find us on iTunes Twin Talk with Jose and Angel so what's next brother? First we're going to come back first we're going to play a quick track by our guests who are going to be here a little bit later. We've been talking about it all week. Uh, Loving the 38. Once again, brother, Loving the 38, the ambassadors. But wait, of rock. We're going to have, we're going to play a track, and when we come back, we're going to have uh, spoken word artist and slam poet uh, winner, Matt Sedil, and then uh, Loving the 38 as well. But, but what? Right now we're going to listen to, you know, what's it called? <laughs> no, you told me not to write it. You say you fucking remember this shit. Listen, li- listen to this track, one of their hits, Shots at Sunset from Loving the 38, and we'll be right back. Choo!
Yeah, shots and sunset by the rock and roll freaking ambassadors of the rock and roll world. I dig the bass on that song, man. It fucking kicks ass, man. Awesome, Jam. We are so honored that uh, these guys have been you on know our what? show three times. This is the third time. Hey, Danny Excess is a blur. <laughs> yeah. When you go to the show, you got your eyes have to kind of adjust to his hairdo. <laughs> you know what? Uh, on top of the fact that he's a, sp- a fantastic uh, drummer, he's a great guy. Uh, they're all good guys, and we're so honored, and we're so thankful that they're going to be with us again. But right now, awesome stuff. W- awesome stuff. we got great performances. Uh, we do. We have uh, two-time National Slam Point um, uh, and Grand Slam champion of the Damn Slam of Los Angeles 2011. He's also, also an author. He's been published multiple times, uh, featured in the L.A. Times. Uh, please welcome our guest, uh, honorable guest, uh, Matt Cedillo. Shoo! Hello. What's up, Matt? Thanks for coming to Theo Luis's Garage here on TwinTalkCast.com. I appreciate it very much, man. Thanks for having me. Are you okay having to step over the lawnmower and everything to get in here? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. So, it, first of all, can I just ask a question first, brother? What For people who just, it's it, we, we have listeners who know what's going on, but what is a slam ploy? Well, uh, slam is actually a competition wherein uh, you're judged by five different uh, random people, and they drop the high score, the low score. You have three minutes to do a poem, and that's what that is. So uh, I've made two national slam teams. I was a grand slam champion for one of them, which means I beat everybody. I went out for the team uh, in 2011. I'm going to be competing in ink slam uh, pretty soon. It's coming up. Uh, representing the damn slam again. That's the third year I think I've done it. But slam poetry isn't like – Do you do that like like in a ring? You know, <laughs> is it like a cage or something? Feels like, like it. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's, just, it's usually just on a stage, but, uh, you know, I got this smile on my head. And it's not like, uh, you know, roses are red, violets are blue, <laughs> your feet stink, and so do you type thing. <laughs> you can try that. You can try that. I mean, it's open to everybody. Oh, it's know? open, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, so, how, so how'd you get into what you're doing right now? I mean, what, you know, how'd you get into it, Holmes? Well, well, uh, I actually came at this before I did this. I used to, like, write, um, a lot of, like, pamphlets and whatnot. I used to write things for, um, I remember... Like jingles and stuff? No, no, no. I, I would have made a lot more money doing that. Um, <laughs> no, I actually ended up was writing these pamphlets for, like, uh, things that would be distributed at, like, union rallies, stuff like that. Like, you know, the Killer Coke campaign, when uh, all like, these workers were getting killed in Colombia. So I wrote things about that, about these union members being oh, killed. Oh, like, like propaganda type stuff? Yeah, dude. propaganda. Awesome, He dude. said, right on, dude. He said it, like, straight at you, like, no bullshit, no blunt. He said, yeah. he was all blunt. Yeah, propaganda. <laughs> can, can, cabrón. <laughs> can, man. Well, I want to remind our listeners that you can um, you could chat us up on Twin Talk Show on Facebook if you have anything to say in regards to Mr. Matt Sadia saying Ike. Also, <laughs> you can give us a call at 626-275-8946 anytime throughout. Go ahead, bro. You know what? I, I've had the, uh, um, the, the, the distinct pleasure to see you perform live. I, you, I know there's a lot of, of your stuff online, but actually the first time I ever saw you was online. And your stuff is pretty intense and pretty... I, I don't know if it's the right because I'm not like politically inclined or anything like that. But you would, but you know, somewhat po- politically charged. Is that like intentionally? Are you out there to really kind of s- put a message out there, or is it just incidental? No, no, that, that, that's what I do. That's why I do it. Um, yeah, we first met. I think it was at uh, uh, the performance of the Tia Chuchas, right? Tia Chuchas at the Luis Rodriguez space. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that was really great. Uh-huh. Um, He's actually writing the blur for my next book that's coming out, so I'm really excited about that. Right on. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I, this is all intentional. All I mean, it's all, it's it's pretty much what I do, um, kind of like. Uh, and why? And somewhat why? one dimensional. What is it? What is it that? Because because you know I I I do have listened to and I've read uh, a part of your book. Do you want to change the world? 
Uh, well, I don't. I don't personally think I can. I don't personally think I can change the world with my bare hands or anything like that. But you know, I can do my part to to uh-huh. be part of whatever that will require. And I think that requires right now is that the world does need to be changed. Uh, we live in a world where thirty thousand children die every day preventable diseases, starvation. Mm-hmm. And how does world. how does slam poetry do that? How, do you, how, how do does you slam poetry prevent thirty thousand children from dying every day? Yeah. Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, in a three minute time slam, you know, being judged by five critics, I don't think it does, but. Uh, the idea that um, you know that we live in a world, you know, promoting the idea that we live in a world where things are fundamentally incorrect, not just like you know, like oh, I'm gonna get a second job and therefore I'm gonna be able to feed the children of Africa. It's not exactly gonna happen. Um, that you know, the question's not a question of charity; it's a question of how these things work systematically. And so the fact that we need to change that, uh, if I can do that in three minutes on stage, where there's an audience that might not normally hear that message, that's what I can do. And you know that uh, I'm glad you brought that up because. You indeed, uh, people are listening. Uh, you've been featured in uh, m- multiple uh, uh, colleges, Cal Poly University, Arizona State University, Pasadena City College, Southwest College, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. What, is your, what is your take on the people that are listening to your, your stuff? Well, it depends. I mean, when I was in Arizona, I got protested by the Tea Party. So that was an interesting experience. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty funny. Uh, they have a whole... Awesome. They, they had a whole thing where they actually, uh, afterwards... Um, the, the, the paper wrote it up, and they said there was an investigation to my appearance at the school. Um, oh, wow. They said there was a thorough investigation, but they never actually called me, so I don't know how thorough that could have been. They didn't frisk me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then we, when we looked down, we actually uh, there's a little area where you can comment on what was going on. And it was funny because it was a split article. Because it wasn't just such an article about me. It was an article about this meeting they had. <laughs> and the article was like between me being there, the investigation about me being there, and also investigation. Or also uh, the superintendent had just bought a bunch of school buses, and he bought them all for each, like uh, 35 Hundred piece, so three thousand five hundred dollars for a school bus. Wow! So like, obviously, I thought that was a lot more scandalous than like me coming <laughs> and like you know, saying a bad word or well, something. Well, bec- you know what the, the 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 thing is that I like I said I I've, I've been following you and y- your your um, your poetry is very impactful. It's very yeah. intense, and and it it would seem to me that that you um, that you do your research. Yeah. And uh, and because people are listening. Uh, and like I said, you know, you're featured at colleges and uh, newspaper and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you're making sense of, you know, like you're. I mean, the FBI is probably watching you, huh? They're now <laughs> listening to your show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Thanks. getting you a new audience. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what though? But it's very subjective, and I, I, I'm all about that. I, I, being a journalist, uh, I, I'm a big believer in the, in freedom of speech and the ability to express yourself. But you know, and I've I've covered. Events where I've, you know I've seen people speak and orders what have you. It's very subjective to what your background is or what are your experiences. You know, well, what would you say to people who say, "Oh, you know, it's, that's not the way I see the world." You know, uh, well, I would ask how they see the world and then try to like have a conversation with them. I, mean, I can't really, I can't, I can't. I mean, even if I mean, we were talking about a, a hypothetical person, you know, what the hypothetical sure viewpoints <laughs> that person would be. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, that's Damn, you're so. Analytical too. There's, no, there's a lot of people. That, no, there's a lot of people that, that they come and disagree with me. I mean, the one time, the poem I do later. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you how when someone disagreed with me, how I handled it one time. Sure. Uh, I was on stage. I was performing this poem called "The Alamo," and it goes to a lot of historical facts, uh-huh. a lot of history. And this guy says, screaming, "How do you know? Were you there? Were you there?" And it was goes. It goes from like you know, Gimbin Fu to this to that to the Alamo, right? And I'm like, yeah, I was there in 1848. You know, and I stabbed Davy Crockett. And I'll stab your ass too if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> so that's usually how I handle, you know. <laughs> no, but we're being figuratively. <laughs> but I understand what you're no, saying. No, that actually happens. True story. No. <laughs> so now, now you you were, you were born in El Sereno, California. Yes, it was which is not too far from here, and uh, 
you know, it, it, I mean, East, it's uh, not really East LA, kind of, you know, but but the valley, so it, dude, it's the valley. It's not like a, uh, an area of affluence. No, but but we're not in a third world country. No, so like I, I mean, I appreciate your art, and I think it's pretty awesome. And but but would you say that that you're angry? Um, well, I mean, like, that's a good question. I'm a saying, just a very good question. Am I am I angry? I mean, I get angry about certain things, but you know, like I also, I mean, I I may get angry about about a lot of things. I see in the world, a lot of things I experience made me angry. Um, you know, I was at uh, I was at a friend's house in City Terrace the other day, and uh, for my friends, called my friends, uh, were walking out of the party, and the cops rolled up, threw him in the back of the city, threw him back for no reason. Uh-huh. When we asked the cops why, they said that they, they had matched the description. But the description they ended up matching was a really weird one. They said that someone had called in threatening to kill themselves, and my friends matched that description. Now, I don't know how they know what this person looked like to threaten to call, kill, call and kill himself. And also, I don't know what my friends and my friends look so suicidal. I don't know if they had like, sad eyes. <laughs> one was wearing a Morrissey shirt or something. I'm not sure. He was eat, <laughs> eat, eat, eating, eating bath salts. <laughs> <laughs> Morrissey. I like it. So, so let, me, let, me, let me expound a little bit on that question yeah. then. Um, so because, you know, I mean, I, I think you're out like, Whatever. Let me just expound a little bit. the The position that you take is a really strong position in your art. I, at least the stuff that I've read and seen, and I fucking dig it. Do you he doesn't just dig it. He I do. I it. fucking dig Fuck it. Yeah. But is that the position you think that we should all take and to for a change? Well, I mean, like we don't have to all have to say it the same way, but um, I mean, I really think that you have to really kind of understand the world that you live in uh, objectively, and we all live in the same world. And I uh-huh. think there is an objective truth to the world. The, the, the things like you know, tree falling in the forest. Uh, it makes a sound. It's what yeah. fallen trees do, and so there is, there is, a, there is, a, there are certain things that are factual. Like this, this table's black. You know, I mean, it's got a black. Someone's got a black curtain over it. We're in a garage. I mean, there's certain facts. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I think that the po- whole point of like you know trying to be a critical thinker is to align your subjective thinking with the objective reality. So I think that people need to need to kind of understand what's really happening in the world. And I think what's really happening in the world, I mean, if you know, without getting too much into it, you know, real briefly, um, is that you know people are all losing their jobs. They're all losing their jobs to automation. Mm-hmm. You know, factory work is being replaced by machines, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. service service industry work is being replaced by machines. Mm-hmm. We're moving to a society where there's like no labor, mm-hmm. where the question of joblessness is not going to become a question of a problem that should be solved. Like how do we get the unemployment lower? Uh, it's going to be uh, just a fact. Like unemployment is going to become a, just a, a fact of the economy. Mm-hmm. And so, if we're going to look into that, we have to look at how the system we currently have, the economic cur- system we currently have, is it or is it not compatible with those new means of production? Those new the, those new means, those new tools, new, the way things are being built. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, like, you know, when we had everyone work in the factory, that was not compatible with farm work. Mm-hmm. So farm work right. died, and so industry came about. And now we have, and, and, and this, we have, now we have Monsanto on genetically modified organism <laughs> foods. I hear you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you say in an article that was written by David Romero in, the, in regards to this hey, sort of. Adam, right? Yeah. You, what's you, up, David? You, what's up, David? You say that you feel that these battles and victories belong to the whole of humanity. Oh, yeah, 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 with the Alamo, yeah. With the Alamo. Absolutely. And, but the Alamo, that co- sort of r- translates to other things because right. you, you mentioned the industrialization and all that stuff. Right. I mean, does it really? I mean, is, does that mean we're, we should be against maybe progress or something? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, if you – I don't – I mean, I don't see the Alamo as a situation. I see the Alamo as a situation where people, you know, they were they were being invaded and they, 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 they kind of fought back. And the Alamo is really kind of an anti-colonial poem. And I don't really – I don't really – you know, like the whole the whole question of colonialism – to me, is kind of a question that it, it, it's kind of like an older historical period. I mean, we're, we're now moving to a situation where the Bank of Nigeria could own your house. Uh. 
you know, I mean, we're talking about a situation of global capitalism, not of like colonies and this and that. So that poem's about anti-colonialism. That poem's about the, the, the people fighting for freedom, for national liberation, all that kind of stuff. The period of national liberation is very much over. I mean, it's, it's, it's ending. I mean, we're looking at a period of, of global capitalism. Well, I, can't wait, I can't wait to hear it. The, uh, um, well, be before we hear it, I, I do want to ask you something. Like, like uh, you know, right now, I mean, I, I know you've been featured on other radio stations, but now you're part of the Twimpire. So, <laughs> so I like that. <laughs> so welcome to our Twiniverse. Before we before we get into the Alamo, is it, if there's one thing you'd like to tell our listeners, oh, hold on, oh, hold on a second, we got a listener, uh, a caller. <laughs> Hello, this is Jose from Twin Talk, and you're live on the air. Who am, who's calling? Hi, Jose. It's Julie Pizzatola. Hi, Julie. Thanks for calling to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Julie, this is Angel. Ciao! Hi, Angel! <laughs> We're talking to Matt Sedil, the famous slam poet. Did you have anything to say in regards to that? Well, he's, he's amazing. Awesome. I love what he has to say. Awesome. 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 You also called well, us... You know why I'm calling in. Yes, because you love us. <laughs> What do you I want? do love you. <laughs> I can't wait to give you a big squeeze on Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, Julie Pizzatola is one of the main organizers of the Rock for the Cure event that goes on in the Inland Empire July 14th. We want everyone to go there because the awesome bands and all the benefits <laughs> as a as the rock band breaks the bottles in the background. They're, all, they're all, dropping bottles over there. <laughs> all the benefits go to the American Cancer Society. we got a little bit of time, Julie. You want to say one thing about that? Yeah, we're really excited. It's our fifth annual IE Rock for the Cure. We're excited to have Borrowed Bones, M.T. Robinson, Sojourners, and, of course, 11 to 38. We're so excited to have them there. It's amazing. What's they the, said yes, and they're out, and, and just excited. And what's the cover charge? It's $15 to get in. It's a, it's a bargain. You're getting four really awesome bands. And it's all 100% of the proceeds go into an amazing cause. And I want to encourage our listeners that if you cannot make it, but you have been, who hasn't been affected by a, that despicable disease, cancer, to go ahead and just send that $15 that would have gone to the IE Rock the Cure event, send it straight to your nearest American Cancer Society. Right, Ju Julie? Absolutely. You, you can just find the link on Twin Talk. You can find it on IE Rock for the Cure. 100% of the proceeds is going to the American Cancer Society for free services to help everybody. And All you have to do is call our 1-800 number, and we are there to help you. Awesome. What's that number real quick? 1-800-227-2345. Or you can go to cancer.org. Julie, thanks for calling in. I want to say that uh, a girl named Sue went on Facebook and said, wow, I love Julie's southern accent. She sounds hot. It's 107 in IE right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Julie Pizzatella. Thanks for calling in, Julie. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Uh, we just got to we gotta give them hugs and love. And it, you know, stuff. every time we have rock stars here, I mean, we get so many calls. Yeah. Man. We should have rock stars more often. All the time. Yeah. But let's go on. Let's get let's move on. Just really quick, I wanted to ask you, Matt, uh, uh, if there's one thing that you can, you know, in a nutshell, kind of uh, tell to your listeners and our listeners that, well, uh, this week I'm going to be competing in the Ink, uh, Ink Slam. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be at the Greenway Theater in Hollywood. Okay. Uh, so come check out that. They have a number of events this week. It's a big festival. Awesome. Uh, and in, on July 26th to 29th, I'm going to be in San Francisco at the International Poetry Festival alongside Jack Hirschman, Amiri Baraka, awesome. Lawrence Filangetti, some of the world's most famous poets awesome. from around the world. So Check them out. Matt Sadio. And, you you, and your website? Oh, uh, MattSadioPoetry.com. 
M A T T S E D I L L O. Poetry. Poetry. Dot com. Dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Matt, will you um, please uh, go ahead and recite? What do you say? Recite? (laughs) Slam it, Holmes. Slam it. What's it called, my man? Okay. All right. uh, 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 So I remember the Alamo. Um, Thank you guys for having me. Here we go. All right. Do you remember the Alamo? Because I remember learning about the Alamo like a little kid and being told. Do you remember the Alamo? Because I remember learning about the Alamo, like a little kid and being told, go back to Mexico. Do you remember the Alamo? Because I remember learning about the Alamo, like a little kid and being told, go back to Mexico and eat your tacos. Like I remember learning about the Alamo. You hear it all the time. I'm not a racist. I just believe in rule of law. What part of illegal don't you get? What I don't get is how the same people who backed Iraq invasion now want to complain about something called illegal immigration. You know, folks being in places they don't belong. These people want to talk about the reality of immigrants, the criminality of workers. Well, I have a list of criminals I feel should never left home. Their names were Jefferson, Madison, and Monroe. Monroe, where are your documents? You hear it all the time. Well, if they were real men, they would stay in their own country and fix it. Yet, when the Mexican presidential election was stolen in 2006, the people took to the streets, shut down the Capitol for five months, pushed on one but two elections, and we didn't do a goddamn thing. Don't tell me Mexicans don't know how to fight. That same year, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Mexicans poured into American streets and protests organized in less than two weeks. Don't tell me Mexicans aren't organized, and don't tell me all this talk is divisive. Because unless you're a racist, my pride is not divisive. Unless you're a racist, my dignity is not divisive, because otherwise you're actually arguing that I should be without it. And another thing, my family, my community, we are not an ethnic study. No, we are a course in human history, because we're as real and as valid and as universal as anybody. But yeah, 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 these people are racist. They just believe in rule of law. Part of legal don't you get yet. Go to any one of the rallies and like, go back to Mexico, do your drugs, and eat your tacos, some of your off-the-wall nonsense like, remember the Alamo. Well, I do remember the Alamo. Like, I remember the Dien Bien Phu. Like, I remember the Tet Offensive. Like, I remember the Battle of Little Bighorn and the Wars of Pontiac. Like, I remember Nat Turner's Midnight Ride. Like, I remember Cubans and Angolans shot the forces of apartheid from African skies at the Battle of Quito, Quanaval. Like, I remember the Alamo. Like, I remember Magellan's watery grave off the island of Mactan. People night and known as Filipinos with no more than bamboo bolos confronted Spanish conquistadors in steel plated armor and drowned their asses in less than three feet of water. Like, I remember the Alamo. Like, I remember the Mexican Revolution. Like, I remember the Haitian Revolution. Like I'm the Irish Revolution, like I'm the Iranian Revolution, like I'm the Algerian Revolution, rocking the Casbah, like I remember the Alamo, like I'm the Cuban Revolution, like I'm the Nicaraguan Revolution, like I'm the Chinese Revolution, like I'm the Vietnamese Revolution, like I remember the Russian Revolution, like I'm every piece of people's or anti-colonial history. So yeah, 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 you racist son of a bitch, I do remember the Alamo. I asked me that shit a little differently.
The fifth annual Inland Empire's Rock for the Cure, Saturday, July 14th, 7 p.m. Rock and roll for a cause. Join us, Twin Talk, with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live at the fifth annual Rock for the Cure. Yeah, and you know what? It's for a good cause for the National, what, American, what, American Cancer Society. It's a very low freaking cover charge, what, $15? And it all goes 100% to the American Cancer Society. So go, folks. Right on, and they're going to have raffles, food, drink, and kick-ass rock and roll with M.T. Robeson and the Messengers, Sojourners, Borrowed Bones, and L.A.'s Ambassadors of Rock, Love and a 38. So go there, man. And if you can't make it, call your local American Cancer Society. Send the donation to them because they'll take it. Who has not been affected by that despicable disease, cancer? So make sure you go to the 5th Annual Inland Empire's Rock for the Cure, Saturday, July 14th at 7 p.m. at Romano's Concert Lounge in Riverside, California. And we're going to be there, bro. With our photo booth. Tell them about it. Yeah, we got the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel custom photo booth and we're going to be broadcasting live so be there or be square see you guys there guys Yeah, Rockin' Lola, that's love and a 38, Rockin' the Lola. Rockin' Lola, Rockin' Lola. Well, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com and on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365. You know, when I first heard the, the, that, I thought it was in Spanish and English, eh? and they were saying hi to me. Rockin' Lola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I want to mention that uh, on Facebook, uh, uh, Mr. Mike Nowak says, I never got behind internet radio till I started listening to you guys lately. I'm hooked. 
and you've got a bunch of my friends on tonight. What's hey, up, Dave? Hey, Mike, right on, eh? You know, you could tell your friends and your girlfriends that they could download us on their gadget. You go, go to tw TwinTalkCast.com and go click Previous Podcasts, and you can download any one of them on demand or hey. stream them or to your favorite podcast or, or gadget. Right on, eh? Uh, so now who do we have, brother? Introduce while I get the mics all ready. Uh, dude, uh, what everybody's been waiting for, uh, the kick-ass rockin' band out of Hollywood who were formally inducted as the Los Angeles Ambassadors of Rock. Uh, we have, oh, and they're going to be headlining at the uh, uh, in Empire's fifth annual Rock for the Cure this Saturday, July 14th at Romano's Concert Lounge where Jose and I will be broadcasting live. Please welcome Love and, and a 38. Shoo! Word. How's it going, guys? Hey, guys. Awesome. So you finally crawled out of that rock, eh? We we <laughs> didn't know that you were going to make us trim your hedges, but we got them all done. We're glad that you upgraded the leaf blower, by the way. <laughs> I know. Yeah, last time it wouldn't start. It wouldn't even start. Hey, you know what? Before it's we... It's because you guys spilled that beer on it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I didn't spill it. You I got put the John it there on purpose. <laughs> put it there on purpose. Hey, before... Don't. Introduce oh. everybody. Introduce so people can put a, a name of name to the voice. So oh, what's ahead. up? I am Ryan. I do the yodeling in the band. <laughs> I'm Danny. I play skin flute and drums. <laughs> and I am Justin. I play bass guitar. I'm and pretty good at our, this uh, flute myself. Our, our handsome, uh, you ever-missing guitarist is out of town, so I'm going to be saying a lot of nasty, mean things about him. Oh, right on. Today. And that would be Krishna. Well, that would be Mr. Krishna. The truth is he's a vampire, and the sun's not totally out yet, so he might show up later. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, thanks so much for being on our show. This is the third time on our, on our show. We love you guys. Honored. Thank you for having us. Hey, this is the third date. Are we getting laid tonight? Is that how this works? <laughs> We'll give you the beer, dude. <laughs> and each of the three times we've been in a different setting. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, hey, don't tell that. Cause, exactly. Because Tio because Luis, Luis got evicted from the last two. <laughs> Tio Luis's garage in, is, is in everyone's hearts and minds. It's, it's, it's where you want it to be. all of us. <laughs> the, the crack pipes on the floor, though, they had a certain charm to them. <laughs> Just for the record. That's why I, we brought them. I vehemently, this is Jose, I vehemently against uh, <laughs> recreational drugs of any kind. That's Jose. Even bath salts, Jose? Even bath salts. So what, you do them professionally? How does that work? <laughs> So okay, <laughs> so uh, you guys have been on a show a few times. Each time, great time with you guys. Really smart, uh, great musicians. Um, well, the great thing is you guys are, are agreed to actually play for us later in, in, in the show. But uh, what's been happening since the last time and with uh, with you guys? You guys been traveling? You were just in Oregon, like I was up there too. Yeah, what on? hasn't happened with us since then? I think this is the first time you've met our uh, our young squire of a bass player here. No, he was here last. Was week. he here last? In the old that was ground? actually two weeks after I joined the band. Okay, wow. Yeah. So it's been exactly a yeah. year or and, so. And it, you, uh, you guys have popped his cherry, I guess, because he's, yeah. he's looking like I a, was re a manly I was, man. I drank now. a lot that night. I don't remember much. <laughs> so I guess I guess he was here. He actually he bought started, me dinner that night. <laughs> he started doing <laughs> bath salts a couple weeks ago. So what's what, what's going on with uh, that's you know great stuff going on with eleven and thirty eight? We're recording. We have been in a hole writing and recording and writing and recording some more uh and we're we're finally getting some of that stuff finished into where it's going to see the light of day and uh we we did uh south by southwest since then we did awesome. that this uh we did that this march then we went out on the road we did a west coast tour awesome. uh, about a month ago so we got home from that and went right back into the studio um 
we're going to be doing Sunset Strip Music Fest awesome. next month. Again, Our third right year up. in a row doing that. We could not be more excited. Oh, this to is going to be, be the that. biggest one. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to go. I missed it last time, but you know, you guys going? I we got to be there, dude. It's going to be, be awesome. Well, you know, we're going to we're going to bum them backstage passes from you guys. So okay, so oh well, what? And we had a single released today worldwide today. on iTunes. Today, yes. a, new, a brand new single, new single so called All Mine Today. And we're going to premiere it in a little while here on Twin Talk as well. And we hope time. you guys like it. Awesome, awesome. Hey, Danny. if you don't like it, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Danny, so you do some, you're, you're uh, a bit of an artist as well, aren't you? Um, I, I guess you could say that. I, I do a lot of poster art for a lot of different shows and bands. Yeah. I do all the stuff for the Roxy Theater. Um, so, yeah. I actually have to go home and work on one all night tonight, but hopefully right, it'll go. Did you do the album work on this album? Uh, yeah, I kind of threw that together, yeah. yeah, yeah right right you're you're two, being humble. Uh, He's uh, being uh, humble because uh, artwork's fantastic. Thank you. So what's the, what's the deal with the two-headed red chick? <laughs> that's a chick that Justin actually went out on a date with. It looks kind of <laughs> like that's all Photoshop. That's an actual <laughs> photo. <laughs> right. And we just made it look that's all That's from our trip to Oregon, actually. Like that. Yeah, well, that he doesn't know she's actually a man. Basically. Here, let me, right. let me uh, we should post it on Facebook because I'm going to try and, and, and decipher <laughs> this, okay? It's a picture of a two-headed gr- uh, two girl. She's red. She's got green hair. She's got two heads and a black polka dot <laughs> small little skirt. <laughs> See, I, I'm going to define it. it. She's wearing white pumps, and uh, she's red because women she's menstruate. A, a Russian, I don't know. <laughs> she's two-headed. She's two-headed because all women are bipolar. <laughs> and the green hair just means that they like to adorn themselves, and so they got to stand out. And that? she's red because all women are pretty much evil. Evil. <laughs> there you go. Right? Oh. Jackie? Oh. Uh. Jackie agrees. By the way, Jennifer, the actual girl in that photo, we're sorry for bad-mouthing you. I'm like sorry, that. Jennifer, but, you know, all women are by Justin, do you still have her phone number, by the way? I do. I'll text you later. Good. Jennifer, if you have a problem with it, give us a call at 626-275 and let me know. Twin. <laughs> 8946. Hey, somebody call. Somebody call up. 626-275-8946 if you guys want to chat it up with the guys. Well, we had that guy earlier, that trucker dude. The, the date, date Rock. Thank you so much, Rock. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to th- the guys talk to him since you got control issues and shit. Okay, Justin, you've been, you have <laughs> been, uh, okay, you've been pretty much baptized in the group now. Now it's been how long? It's been about a year and a half now. Okay, was it all that they cut it up to be? And more. Really? Tell us about it. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, That's so let's cute. See. There's, there, there's a lot of stuff. Remember, <laughs> we will beat you if you give any information that we told you not to. I'm watching you. We know your mom's listening, too. So right. She, she <laughs> see, there, there's things that involve bears, nine irons, and cowboy hats. <laughs> and and also a orange plastic horse. Orange horses. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, so let's move on. I let's wanna, tell us about the new album. You got your new single coming out today. Uh, you've been in the studio locked up in a, in a hole, like you guys say. What is your inspiration or what has come up during the recording that could be good radio content? We sort of kind of went back to the drawing board as far as the writing process went. Uh-huh. Um, we we kind of wanted to be doing something a little bit new, a little bit fresh, a little bit different. And, uh, and since we had this, well, this was the first writing they really did with Justin in the Vant, um, and and we wanted to wanted to get everybody's opinion, sort of everybody's feel out there, and it's definitely uh-huh. taken on a different a different sort of feel than our first EP. Uh-huh. I mean, you guys will hear in a minute about our new single. That one's a lot. It's it's real like straight ahead kind of throwback rock. We've got some blues influence stuff on here, but a lot of a lot of big hooks. Um, 
because that's I mean that's what's fun to sing. That's what yeah. people like to hear. Yeah. But still, big loud guitars. Uh, and we threw I mean ideas around for like 15 different songs that are still going to get out there. But here uh, next month we're going to be putting out three new songs, a little three song EP of stuff that we uh, we all tracked and recorded basically in the past past month or so since we got back from the road is when we really started laying it down uh doing all the recording ourselves this time because you know in in today's music world if you're not self-sufficient then you're doing something wrong right uh you got to be you got to have contained you got to have a tio luis Luis. (laughs) and then you uh and you can get real control over your own sound uh, and when you get to a certain point in the music industry, when people kind of start paying attention a little bit, everybody's got an opinion and everybody kind of wants you to do their thing. So uh, it's it's nice to uh, to be able to, to grab the bull by the horns and do it on our own. And so, so after, after SSMF, we're, we're going to attempt to put out one song per month for the next year and okay. hit the road constantly. Well, right. like a sort of like a, 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 a album serial. <laughs> exactly. exactly, like a novel exactly. serial. You know, you, they come like on. Mi- mi- no, not serial, but serial. Oh, it's serial <laughs> novels, serial album, serial. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like special K. <laughs> Fucking drummers. Yeah, that's a fine. That's fine then. That's that'll work. If it was, <laughs> that's not a crack pipe, brother. <laughs> Sorry, man. So let's talk about your the the most um, recent upcoming event, uh, the uh, the Inland Empire Rock for the Cure. The fifth annual. Yes. Fifth annual, and you guys are going to be part of it this time. It's fantastic. Tell us about that. Well, that could be, you were saying who has not been affected by cancer. I know somebody that has. I know I know three guys in three different bands in the past year who have been diagnosed with cancer, and it's it's no matter what level it is, it's life changing, mm-hmm. you know. And um, there's some people that hit the worst point where they pass away from it. I know I've known those people. There's other people that make it through, but no matter what. Everybody needs some kind of treatment mm-hmm. for it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what this is all about: is uh, helping people that have cancer. And what a, what a horrible thing! You know, I, I always think when I when I hear about somebody and know somebody that gets it, or know somebody that you know they have a, a family member or a close friend that gets affected by cancer, you always think that's like that doesn't seem fair. Right? It doesn't seem like like how does something like that exist, right? It's it's it sucks. Right, like, right. The best possible scenario is that you have to go through. A long treatment. You have, you know, I mean, yep. there's a lot of people affected by depression because of it. It's just, it's terrible, you know. But so you can it beat it, and this is going to help it. So. so it didn't take uh, much, probably much asking or persuasion from the people that rock for the cure. No, no, Not we jumped right on it. Julie's always been really great to us, a good friend of ours. And Julie the second, and Dennis, yeah. second that uh, second that we were asked, we just jumped right on board. We're really excited about it this year. Like Danny was saying, everybody's been affected by it. And, I mean, look at all the stupid shit that we can do with our phones. Look at all the money and all the smart people and all the energy that has been put into that. Uh-huh. But uh, we still haven't been able to cure this damn disease. Uh-huh. Let's get some of the smart people a little bit more concerned about that because I can do enough on my phone. It doesn't need to do anything more. Yeah. I don't need it any smaller. I don't need a bigger screen. It does need to fly. Uh, okay, well, as soon as it <laughs> flies, then we'll cure cancer. It could roll my joints. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm, not, cool I'm not one of those smart people. I sing and I play guitar and I write songs and that's all I can fucking do if i was smart enough i would probably be i would be a little bit more concerned with curing some of these diseases than i would with how fast porn can get to my (laughs) ipad and and here's the other thing too if you like like these guys were saying if you don't go donate some money to it it's it's a good cause if you uh if you hate us and you uh you live in the area go we don't just just go to support the cause if you don't you you probably like Jerry Sandusky, and you're probably a Hitler fan. I, I do. Want, I do want to say, and to, to fill in on that one as well, 
Um, you talked about how people are affected with uh, with cancer. Yeah. Um, a lot of people uh, don't know that the American Cancer Society doesn't only help those that have been directly affected, but they also help the families who are suffering because a lot of times parents have to take time off to take their children. There's also camps where, where siblings that are affected, not directly, but maybe their siblings have cancer, and they all go together. They have summer camps and mentoring things, mentorships, things like that, just to help support the families that also suffer That's because awesome. of that. So it's, a, it's an amazing How about if uh, I know society. somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who has <laughs> cancer? Can I get some gas money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, uh, pretty Lin low Linda Hart, Linda Hart just chimed in on Facebook. She goes, hey, guys, I just chimed in to hear 11 to 38. Woohoo, Danny. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's, you, let's talk about that. Uh, at, the, uh, at the Rock for the Cure this weekend, the uh, Rockstar Reflections artist, uh, Stacy Wells, painted a portrait of you Danny. yeah it's kind of kind of cool right I, how, I think how does cool. that feel it's awesome it's actually the second one that she's done i think it, i think it looks pretty rad i was a little bit scared to see it because i i don't know i mean dude, I, you're like what if it really looks like you and it looks terrible <laughs> that's that's not good not I, Charlie, I guess you dude. can blame it on the artist right let me tell you when no, I, I it came out really good we also could put well. the handsome filter on it you know yeah. what i think when i think uh danny anime <laughs> totally anime <laughs> And well, that that you guys check it out. It's a pretty awesome painting. Go over there, and it's going to be raffled. Uh, I guess I don't know how much the tickets are going to be. Very cheap, but uh, it's going to be raffled. So if you, and if you want a painting of is it raffle or auction? It's an auction. It's an auction. auction. You'll be able to raffle. They're going to raise money through auctions and raffling and all kinds of stuff. Something like that. Thank you, Stacy. So thank you, Stacy, very much. So and they're also going to auction off like you for the right amount of money. You can personally paint a picture of Danny. <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna hook that up too. So bring a lot of singles. <laughs> hey, if you donate a thousand dollars to cancer, I'll let you tattoo whatever you want on it. Oh. Uh, literally, how about that? Lourdes chimed Did you hear in. That? Lourdes chimed. Boom. So if you ever want to tattoo some stupid shit on somebody, <laughs> Lourdes, hey, now's your chance. <laughs> Lourdes chimed in on Facebook. She says that in regards to the American Cancer Society, she says they they have a bunch of resources. They gave me so much info. When I was in New York trying to figure things out, they were a big help because she had a sister who was uh, affected with cancer. Indeed. And uh, they helped her out a lot. So she just wants to chime in on that nice. as well. Right on. Um, so let's talk. Let's move on so we can get to the music. Um, what can we expect at the show Saturday? You're going to see s some new stuff that, you, that people haven't seen from 11 to 38. And you're going you're gonna to hear some songs that most everybody in California has never heard. Wow. Uh, and we've it's it's not like we've been sitting around getting fat and out of shape like we we are ready to go we we want to put on a show like we've never put on before this is loving a 38 2.0 here okay so now we're going to talk about the, the the live performance right we're going to get them play live yeah, yeah. i don't know Zay, you're the one that's always in control Shit, why are you looking at me don't you forget it <laughs> so now you're going to play uh we listen folks uh 11 to 38 have been on our show three times and and now we're honored this is the third time we're honored that they actually brought their instruments and they're going to perform they actually pulled out their instruments <laughs> they pulled out <laughs> i'm gonna have to <laughs> what's that we've now we've actually never played with just the three of us before because uh like i said our our guitarist i think he's at some sort of sex convention um, somewhere and I think it's in Bangkok. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to close the garage. Boy International. I'm going to close the garage door so that... Uh, hold on, everybody, listen. We are in Tio Lewis's garage. So w what is the song you're going to play, Angel? I like how they say Lewis's. <laughs> Lewis's. What's the, what's the song you're going to play? That's the right? English version of it. <laughs> what's Leave it alone. <laughs> okay. it, takes, it takes all t all types, guys. Tell us about this song. All right, this is a, this is a song 
that uh, is another one that we've, we, we're going to be putting out on the EP. It's, uh, it's brand spanking new. Uh, we've probably only played it live a few times, and that was when we were out on tour. It's one of those songs about a, about a bad, bad chick, which, uh, Danny, forgot you forgot your kick. You forgot your way to, show, way to be prepared, buddy. So what's the, what's, the, what's the name of the song? It's called uh, Lady Lie, at least for now. Ladies change. and gentlemen, Love at a 38. gentlemen that was love in a 38 with lady lie brand new track from their upcoming first EP. ever first what's time. the name of the ep by the way red chick with two heads yeah red chick with two <laughs> how'd heads. you guess <laughs> okay cool 
So this was the first time you guys performed as a trio. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. Krishna, they don't need you anymore, my man. I actually taught myself how to play guitar like yesterday. So we're, uh, <laughs> no, you know what? There's a lot of uh, women out there who would uh, occupy Twin Talk, uh, Theo Lisa's garage, if, if uh, Krishna would not come back. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, how do you guys, uh, uh, for those of you listening, uh, make sure you make comments on tw- uh, Twin Talk show on Facebook. Let us know how you, what you thought about that acoustic performance. First time as a trio of 11 to 38. Also, give us a call at 626-275-8946 at 626-275-8946. And then, uh, uh, you know, we, let's talk to you guys first. I want to make sure you guys are able to promote uh, what's going on. We know we talked about the, the Rock for the Cure. Uh, talk about your social networks. Where can people find you and all that good stuff? Lovingthe38.com. You can find us on Twitter. We're on there pretty much 24 hours a day. It's just at lovingthe38. So twitter.com forward slash love and the 38 and also facebook facebook.com forward slash love and the 38 as well and the new singles on itunes uh sue sue gregorius answers and says that was awesome i loved it cool thank you, so, thank you sue you know what we're gonna we've, we're running out of time uh we could stay here all night with you guys but we are gonna go to chill out but before we uh, do we have a track right we, we're gonna we want we want to hey jose can you hear me i hear you loud and clear oh i gotta clean my ears hold on <laughs> Hear me. Here's the deal. Um, we we got to go because my brother's got his chill lounge. He gets all antsy because he got to see the. You got to give me the chill lounge. But right? before we do, we want to be a, we want to be able to premiere the uh, another new track from Eleven to Thirty Eight, and uh, tell us about it. Uh, this one is called All Mine. It was it was almost going to be a song that didn't happen. We sort of we sort of wrote it uh, with no intention of ever putting it out. Uh, just kind of <laughs> just kind of screwing around one day, and then when we went back and we listened to it after we demoed it. Uh, we thought, wow, this actually is uh, this actually turned out pretty good. So we were uh, we we finished it up, and people seemed to like it. We started playing it live, and it just kind of took off. One of those happy accidents, and it's uh, it is now on iTunes and available on the internet worldwide. So everybody, please go get a copy so we can have beer money. And this was actually <laughs> the first song that I contributed to the writing process with them when I joined the band. Right on, right Thanks, on. guys. Thank you. Listen to all mine from 11 to 38. See you on Saturday. Check them out Saturday at the Rock for the Cure event, Saturday, July 14th. See you then.
Loving the 38 with their brand new track, All Might. Awesome, dude. That dude. kicks ass, man. Awesome. You know what? We are supposed to be going uh, to the uh, chill lounge, but we have a caller on the phone who wants to talk. Uh, they just they went all over. They went on Facebook. They went on Twitter. They were texting. They want to talk to uh, the guys from 11 to 38. On the phone with us now is John Klimak from NBC Los Angeles, a reporter from NBC. Hey, John, this is Jose. Can you hear me? <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on. I got some issues with the phone. Stand by. Hold on a second. Hold on. Can you hear me? Say that again. <laughs> uh, so what's going on, John? Did you want to say something to the guys from Loving at Thirty Eight? You know, we, we were we were tuning in, listening to this uh, to this information about Rock for the Cure, the wife and I, and we were uh, wondering how somebody might be able to do some donations here. Oh well, so that's fantastic. You know, you can call um, the uh, you can go on the um, uh, <laughs> good question. American, the American <laughs> Cancer. American Cancer Society. Hey, just give it to me, Holmes. <laughs> you can go hey, to, are they yeah, you can go to AmericanCancerSociety.org and make a donation there. But you could also go on Twin Talk Show on our Facebook page and look for the event, uh, the IE Rock for the Cure, and make a donation there. But it would be fantastic to have you guys there. We're going to be podcasting live from there. That track was hot, man. Are they playing live? They they played uh, acoustic live and then the track we just did right now on was Saturday they're playing on Saturday they're playing live yeah they they will be there live on Saturday they will be there on Saturday awesome. anything you want to say to the guys that's great stuff you guys you guys are an inspiration it's great that you're doing this thank you thank so you. thank you so much. we're happy to do it ladies and gentlemen that's uh, uh, John Klimak reporter from NBC Los Angeles and uh, awesome uh, one of our favorite listeners hey Klimak <laughs> you should have came in you missed out on the beer Holmes. Hey, nobody told me there was going to be any of that in Tealer Week's garage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Johnny, uh, we're going to have to let you go. I can swing by and borrow a hedger, though. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually taking that one home with us, so uh, sorry about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it back by next week. Sorry, sorry. The, the guys from Love and 38 are taking it, eh? <laughs> uh, okay, John, hey, uh, regards to your lovely wife. Thanks for calling in. Uh, we look forward to seeing you at the IE Rock for the Cure in uh, Riverside, and uh, rock on, brother. Rock on! <laughs> <laughs> and that was John Klimak, reporter for... He, they, he was contacting me all over, left and right, on Facebook and everything, wanting to say hello. But uh, I, and, and people are just posting stuff all over the place because you guys are here. It's here. Uh, uh, John, if you're listening, uh, Dennis Gabriel from uh, the IE Rock for the Cure just posted on Facebook. He says, sending Rock for the Cure contributions to the American Cancer Society at 6355 Riverside Avenue, Suite A. That's in Riverside, 92506. Or you could just send and put And put Rock for the Cure in the memo line. Again, it's American Cancer Society at 6355 Riverside Avenue, Suite A, in 92506. Look this up. I'm going to repost this on our Facebook. And you know what? I know there's a lot of people out there that want to donate and probably don't have any money. So just go get your recyclable cans, eh? Bring them in, eh? <laughs> as good as cash. If that's the case, you'd, you'd make the, the American Cancer Society rich. I would. Well, fuck that. I'm going to make myself rich then. <laughs> that's what you mentioned it. <laughs> All right. So uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Angel's Chill Lounge. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen.
scholar in political science once said, politics is basically a scramble for power. But power is a need to control, and a need to control is only necessary if you are afraid. So the scramble for power is really just a reaction to fear. Could it be then, when we vote, it is grounded in fear as well? This explains why the political climate is harsh and unforgiving. It engages one in rhetoric which is circular in nature and oppressive by design. It creates the illusion of otherness for its own gain. Otherness. This is the real issue. This is the issue we must address, and as we do, all other issues will fade. Chill. One love. That's another edition of Angels. <laughs> another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. We want to thank you for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel every Tuesday night at six at six to six on TwinTalkCast.com. I have to say I was a bit chai. I was chai doing the chill lounge right next to the uh, uh, slam a poet uh, champion. Um, Mr. Matt Sedil, thank you, Holmes. Thank we you. want to thank our guest, uh, slam poet, Mr. San Matt Sedil, for being here and sharing that awesome poetry. Right on, Holmes. Check him out, Matt Sedil, what, poetry.com? Poetry.com. And also, we want to thank all our friends and awesome rock and roll ambassadors, uh, Love and the 38, for being here again and jamming. Three tracks by them today. Right on, man. Awesome. And again, we, we owed it to them. We didn't let them play last time. Sure. <laughs> you know, because they, they spilled beer on that leaf blower, dude. <laughs> they, they literally did. Uh. <laughs> they really did. And also, we want to thank, again, uh, Jackie. Hey, guys, you could spill beer in my fucking leaf blower anytime, eh? <laughs> the connotations. <laughs> we also want to thank Jackie Casas once again for being here and uh, uh, the multimedia journalist from uh, Telemundo NBC with uh, News and Dirty Laundry. We are honored. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, you know what? Tune in next week. Next week, we're going to have our friend Tony Lanny, and a financial expert, really good friend of mine. And don't whisper while I'm talking, Angel. Look at her eyes. She had one beer. Her their eyes are really. Tune in next open. week on Tuesday <laughs> night. We're going to have, you got to check this guy Jeez. out. Not only is he an awesome financial expert, because he's my guy. He's a guy to go to. What's his everyone's name? got a guy. Tony Lanny. He's a, he's a guy. He's my guy. Everyone's got a guy. Next week? Next week, Tony Lanny, financial expert and also funny guy. Funny guy. And if you're having problems, you can borrow money from my field uh, <laughs> or his leaf floor. Anyways, uh, check us out on Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Friend us on Facebook and also be our followers on Twitter at Twin Talk Show. And make sure to uh, download our podcast tomorrow on www.twintalkcast.com and on iTunes because we are iTwins. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and put us in your gadget. Thank you. Thanks for listening to us. Hey, Roger, good night. Choo!